Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to begin by wishing you all a happy Thanksgiving. Breakfast and the class today is sponsored by Jack Feldman Aleva Shalom Leilu Nishmat, Yaakov Rafael Ben Roz Alea Shalom, by Stephen and Gary Feldman. In loving memory of Jack Feldman. Um, we begin with this idea of happy Thanksgiving. There was a big hullabaloo amongst many of the poskim as to whether or not, as a Jewish people, we are supposed to celebrate this auspicious day. The opinions range from the fact that you're allowed to celebrate it, but not with its specific proponents, to you're not allowed to celebrate it at all, it's Avodah Zarah, to it's Chukot Agoyim, the ways of the non-Jewish people, even there's an opinion that says, that holds that even non-Jewish people are not allowed to celebrate it. However, the accepted custom seems to be not to follow that line of reasoning. And the idea is actually based on a relatively simple formula. The question is in deciding what it is when we say as Jews that we're not supposed to follow the laws, if you will, not the legal laws, but the practices, the religious practices of the non-Jews that live that, uh, in, which, in whose country we happen to be living. Is, is that motivated specifically when the practice is idolatrous in nature, where it's uh, uh, to a detriment to the Jewish lifestyle? Or is it anything whatsoever? There are people that say you're not allowed to go to a baseball game. I saw the other day one of the most beautiful Kiddush Hashem. There was a, a match between Scotland and Israel, and uh, there's this, the camera catches right after the goal, there's this rabbi, and you can see he's sitting there with a book this thick, and he's sitting there and he's looking in the stands, his head is in the book and he's, and he's learning Torah. So the guy is saying, and the, the, the announcer, they thought it was very funny that this guy is here and, he's, uh, you know, and he's, he's bored by what's going on around him. But to me, what a beautiful, beautiful Kiddush Hashem that was. Here he is. Why did he go to Scotland? His name was Rabbi Zev Lef. He's a massive rabbi out of Israel. Why did he go to, to, to the game? Not because he necessarily you know, wants to go to football matches, but because he came to Scotland. His son is the chaplain. His grandkids wanted to go to the game. So he went to the game. You know, he went to the game. What's, what's wrong? You think he's built to Torah? He brought his... Yeah, it was actually a Shav Shmeitzer, which is one of the most difficult Sifarim to learn. So you think about the presence of mind that was required for him to sit there and study that book in that place. What a big Kiddush Hashem. I remember I was a while ago, I went with my kids to Great Adventure. And I saw one of the most famous speakers in the Jewish world, very, uh, you know, uh, popular speaker, very popular rabbi. And, and I see him walking by with his kids. And he's got his pair of sneakers on, and he's taking his kids from ride to ride. You know, I, I, I thought it's such a beautiful thing that the sky is, uh, he understands that his kid needs to go. And even if he doesn't necessarily uh, feel that that would be the best uh, use of his time, but, it, you know, kids will be kids. For a dad, for a, a rabbi to remember uh, that he is also a father is not and cannot be a bad thing. But the question arises, so what is the appropriate way to be able to keep uh, the holiday? So I'd like to draw an interesting parallel. There's a big machloket in the poskim as to how, the Jew, how we in the diaspora, or even Jews in Israel, are supposed to celebrate the days of Yom HaTzmaut. And there are people that will tell you that you can't say Hallel, you should say Hallel, with a beracha, without a beracha. But what's, what to me seems to be the most pertinent point about it is that the opinions that say that you shouldn't say a beracha uh, are based, I think, on largely two reasons. 
One reason is that the only time you say Hallel with a Beracha is on miracles that were overt, okay? So something, a miraculous occurrence happened, like the sea split and the Jewish people walked through. That's when you would say Hallel with a Beracha. That's one opinion why. But the second opinion why is because <clears throat> it was set not necessarily as a halachic process, it was set as a legal process. The country itself decided that was the day. So when you say Hallel with a Beracha on the day, you're saying that this is the day that we have to do something. There's something about this day. And the question is, is there a halachic, a halachically legal status by which someone should recite a beracha on this day? And that gives me a very interesting point of insight, to, I think specifically to this day. If there's someone in this country who is not a patriotic American, they should get up and leave. You know, we as Jews have been through many countries all throughout our, uh, our illustrious history as we wandered through, you know, the different galuyot. We have been treated uh, with such respect in this country. Is it as good as it should be? No. Are we experiencing a mishuga guy, you know, go walk into a synagogue and shoot people in a synagogue? Yes. Are we experiencing a rise in uptick in anti-Semitism? Yes. Is there anti-Semitism in the Democratic Party? Yes, there is. In the United Nations? Yes. It's a billion times better than any other country we've ever lived in. You know, I want to say this. I, I always remember this quote. Uh, I think it was from, I believe it was from Winston Churchill. Churchill said in the aftermath of the wars, he said, you know, democracy is the worst form of government besides for every other form that has ever been tried. There's a lot of faults in the, in, in the country. Okay, fine. But we, we get, we're given freedom to live, freedom to practice. My father in Deal, New Jersey, opened up a minyan in his house they came and they shut him, shut him down because he wasn't given, he wasn't, they didn't have the right uh, permits to have a, a house of prayer in a residential area. My father went to court and says, what are you talking about? I escaped from Syria because I didn't get equal you know, religious rights to, to my uh, Muslim counterparts in a Muslim country. I didn't feel that I could openly and honestly uh, uh, and proudly be the Jew that I wanted to be on its streets. That's why I risked my life to go to another country. Here I am in America, there's freedom of religion. I am allowed to do, I'm allowed to pray in my own house. You cannot tell me that I'm not allowed to pray with my friends in my house. The case went to uh, uh, the first the borough of deal, then the Supreme Court of the state of New Jersey. And today it's case law. Fari versus the state of New Jersey is used by churches and mosques all around the country by schools when they want to show that they have a right and an ability to be able to have religious freedoms where they are. So to say that as Jews we are not thankful for this country or thankful even uh, for a time when the, the people that were running this country at the time uh, were uh, experienced a moment or a day where, with, if not for a miraculous, you know, flood of rain, would have been unable to stay here, you know, that's, that's ridiculous. The question is, how do we show those thanks? Much like in the other halacha question, according to those opinions that you're not supposed to say, it's because the question is, how do we show those thanks? In fact, I read this idea that there was one, uh, a Rebetzin, that she was, she was nervous, you know, because there, there, are, there is evidence that that original meal was, was a religious one. And to commemorate it and to eat a specific meal with specific ingredients, you know, that, that everyone is order, eating on the same day. You know, some people felt that that was something that was, uh, you know, so what she did was she went out and she bought a turkey. But she didn't serve it today, she served it on Shabbat. Like, I thought that was an interesting thing. Hey, you find someone that wants to do the, the right thing. But turkey or not, Rabotai... 
Thanksgiving, the idea of being a people that give thanks, that are thankful, that have um, thanks, is something which is so seminal to us as a people that if you're not, even if you're not eating turkey, even if you're not celebrating in this way, if you're not struggling with this, then you're getting it wrong. There's an unbelievable story that was brought down at the time by Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, he one time lent a student some money who needed some money to be able to get out of debt. The student came back to him and he, he, he put the money out of his pocket and he said, Rebbe, here, I have the money, but here, he gives him the money. He says, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It means so much to me. And the Rebbe, Rebbe Yisrael Salanter says, stop. He says, what do you mean stop? He says, when you've paid back the loan, you paid back the loan. All these effusive praise and thank yous, he says, it's rebeat. It's you're paying me back with interest. Stop, you're not allowed to. The student, he's uh, chastened. He doesn't know, okay. He doesn't. A little while later transpired that he needed to take another loan. He went to the rabbi. The rabbi said, absolutely no problem. You paid me back on time last time. He gives him the loan. The boy comes back the second time. And he takes out the money and he pays the rabbi. And he's walking out of the room. And the rabbi says, what, no thank you? <laughs> you can't win, right? The boy comes back and I know what you want. He says, last time I said thank you, he said I wasn't allowed. This time I don't say thank you, yelling at me for not saying thank you. Rabbi Yisrael Salanta smiles at the student, he says, you're right. You're not allowed to say thank you. He says, but I should be able to see on your face that it is killing you that you can't say thank you because that's the halakha. <coughs> but I didn't see that you were struggling with anything. So whether or not you're doing a turkey, not doing... The idea and that a person is obligated and should be feeling these feelings uh, on a day like today. You know, Rav, Rav, Rav Miller was a big proponent, by the way, Rav Avigdor Miller was a big proponent against celebrating Thanksgiving in the way that it's celebrated. However, he was the very first one to fly a giant American flag outside of his house. Not just an Israeli flag, an American flag. This is a country that's been so good to us. Now, this idea... <clears throat> it goes so far that the Gemara actually says that if you find a Jewish person who is a kafuitov, who is not a thankful person, you should check into his lineage. Maybe his, his grandmother wasn't Jewish. That's how far it goes. The idea, it's such a seminal concept that we, that we as Jews have an obligation to be thankful in every which way uh, that, that it gets to a point where we begin to wonder if somebody is Jewish if they're not, uh, if they're not experiencing, or if they're not feeling or communicating those feelings. So, however a person does it today, um, this idea, which gives us a little bit of a time, a, a moment to be able to reflect on our country, to be able to reflect on the idea that in synagogues around the world there are prayers that we pray for the for the government, and we pray for this. I hear people all the time. They have you know the way that they speak on uh, you know about politicians. I have no problem with people having political views. It's good that you should have political views. But when people speak about a president or elected government official and the way that they speak about pulling down or tearing down the government, I mean, it's an unbelievable thing. You know, this is not the way as Jews we're supposed to be thinking. You know, whether you voted for him or not, whether you voted for the previous president or not, you, you know, lots of people don't like the current president. Lots of people didn't like the previous president. However, the halakha said, on, on Shabbat, on the holiday, you get up and you give a, make a prayer, l'shlom medina, that there should be peace and prosperity in this country, that Be'ezrat Hashem, the country that has given us so much, should continue to be safe and should be secure, and Be'ezrat Hashem should be uh, democratic for many, many years to come. Baruch Adonai Le'olam.